in this week's parsha, parsha Yisroi, we reach the the climax of everything that all the parshas have been leading up to. Um, because after the whole story of the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim leaving Egypt and the Kriyas Yamsuf, the splitting of the sea, we finally come to the giving of Torah, Matan Torah, which is given by Mount Sinai, and that's in this week's Parsha, where we read the whole story of the giving of the Torah and the Ten Commandments, the Aserah Sadibris. Um, one of the Aserah Sadibris, one of the commandments, is the mitzvah of keeping Shabbos. And the words of the Pasakar, Zacher Esyoim HaShabbos Lekatshay, to remember the day of Shabbos to make it holy. Now, the Ten Commandments are mentioned in the Torah twice, because they're mentioned in the Torah in this week's Pasha, as we said, and again much later towards the, in the fifth Chumash, in Pasha Zvo The fifth Chumash in many ways uh, repeats many parts of the Torah, and the Asar Sadibris, the Ten Commandments, is no exception. So they're mentioned in this week's parsha, and they're mentioned again there in the Torah portion of Eschanon. Um, and it's uh, primarily the same thing. It's the same Ten Commandments, same idea, and the words are almost all the same. But there are a couple of differences, a couple of nuances in the way they're written um, in this in Yisro versus Eschanon. Perhaps the most famous is about the myths of keeping Shabbos. Whereas in this parsha, here it says, Zohar, Esiema Shabbos, Lekatshe, to remember the day of Shabbos, to keep it holy, to sanctify it. And there it says, Shomer Esiem HaShabbos, to guard the day of Shabbos. So here it says, Zacher, and there Shomer, here to remember, there to guard. And of course, many ideas are explained about this difference, the two ideas of remembering and guarding. Um, I want to focus on one of them, and that is in a Mechilta, which is a Medrash on this week's Parsha, where it says, it says, Zacher Milfanov Vishomer Milacharov. Remember it before it and guard it after it. Mikan Omru Mesifin Michoel El Hakodesh. From here we learn the concept of adding from the weekday to Shabbos, which means halachically that although Shabbos itself is the exact period of the seventh day, right, from sundown, sundown on the on Friday until the uh, nightfall of Shabbos, so it's the exact period of the seventh day, which begins at night, halachically, nevertheless, there's a mitzvah to add some time to Shabbos. Zachar milafonov, add, remember the Shabbos before it begins, add some time, accept the Shabbos a little bit earlier, and shomer milacharov, to add some time, to guard it afterward as well, to add a couple of minutes or whatever it is, to add something, add some time to Shabbos. And this is called Toysfeis Shabbos, the addition to Shabbos. And that's what the Pasuk is alluding to. It says, beforehand and afterward, extend the Shabbos a little bit. And the Medrash concludes by saying, Mashal Lezeev, this can be compared to a wolf, Shehutayref Milafanov Umalaacharov, the wolf which attacks and devours prey from, before, from in front of it and from behind it. Right? The wolf doesn't stand in its place, it's an attacker, and it, it devours, attacks and devours its prey. It pulls some prey from in front of it, some from behind it. And this is the metaphor for Shabbos that also extends beforehand and afterward. We add some time to Shabbos before and after. That's the words of the Medrash, which of course is somewhat cryptic. What's this idea of the wolf? How does that help us? How does that help us understand anything? By, gi- by giving us the metaphor of the wolf that, um, that uh, attacks from in front and behind him. Why couldn't it just say we have to add time to Shabbos? What does the wolf metaphor help us? And the Rebbe explains the following way. He says, when we talk about this concept of adding some time to Shabbos before and after, one can understand this possibly in two ways. One way to understand it is, 
The Shabbos itself is one day long. Shabbos doesn't change. Shabbos doesn't extend into Friday, and Shabbos doesn't extend into Sunday. Shabbos is Shabbos. But the person, the person on their own, should, so to speak, act in a Shabbos manner a little bit before, um, continue the Shabbos behaviors a little bit afterward. So in other words, it's really the person that's acting Shabbos, if you will, a little bit before Shabbos, a little after, but the Shabbos itself is Shabbos. Shabbos is Shabbos. That's the seventh day. That doesn't change. Or one could understand that not so, but rather that the holiness of Shabbos itself extends. Not just the person acts in that way or the person commits himself to something, but rather that holiness of Shabbos is not static, is not stuck in only the seventh day, but is able to extend before and afterward. Says the Rebbe that that is why the Medrash uses this metaphor of the wolf, because it's the wolf itself that extends itself. The wolf doesn't stay in one place. It extends itself beforehand or in front of it and behind it and attacks and devours and pulls things from all sides into itself. And the same is with Shabbos, whereas in the wolf, it might seem like more of a negative concept, but in Shabbos, it's a, it's a concept of the extent, the constant extension and fluidity, if you will, of holiness. Holiness is not stagnant. It doesn't just remain on Shabbos, but rather it extends beforehand and afterward. And in truth, that's such a powerful idea about Shabbos, that although Shabbos is our day of holiness, it's not meant to be just kept on Shabbos. That holiness should extend beforehand and afterward. We find even halachically that one is supposed to the entire week Prepare, be preparing for Shabbos, thinking about the upcoming Shabbos. And as the week progresses and we get closer to Shabbos, um, the spirit of Shabbos should be more felt. In fact, halachically, from Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are called Mikame Shabbata, the days that lead into Shabbos. And on the other hand, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday are called the days that are the finishing, ending up of Shabbos. In fact, if one didn't do the Havdalah, the service that we do right after Shabbos. If one didn't do that on the eve of Mitzvah Shabbos Saturday night, one could do it on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, because till the end of Tuesday is considered, in some way, Shabbos is still lingering. And all this goes to tell us about the nature of the holiness of Shabbos, that it itself is in a state of, of extension. It has that ability, and therefore it's up to us to allow it, that that holiness extends before, extends after, and brings the special beauty and holiness and quality of Shabbos into our entire week. And that's the idea of the wolf, just like the wolf itself extends itself in front of it and then behind it. It's interesting that we have another place in the Torah, the metaphor of the wolf. And that is in the Torah portion of Vayichi, when Yaakov is giving blessings to his sons, he talks to his son Binyamin, his youngest son, and says, Binyamin Ze'ev Yitraf. Binyamin is like that attacking wolf. And again, the question is, what does that mean? In what way is Binyamin the attacking wolf? And one of the explanations given in the Gemara is that Binyamin was the one that the actual Beis HaMikdash in Jerusalem, in Yerushalayim, the Beis HaMikdash was in the portion that was allotted to the tribe of Binyamin. And the wolf is referring specifically to the Mizbeach, to the altar, the Mizbeach on which they brought the Karbonis, the sacrifices in the Beis HaMikdash. That that Mizbeach itself, that the altar had that characteristic like that wolf that devours from in front of it and from behind it. So what does that mean? Using this context, using this idea that we're talking about for Shabbos, what does it mean that the Mizbeach, that the, uh, of the, the, the Karbonis, the sacrifices of the Besamiktosh, is also like that wolf? And here too we see that the Kedusha of the Mizbeach, the holiness of the Mizbeach, is not contained only within the limitations of the Mizbeach, but it extends. And I'll give two examples. 
One example is the halacha is, of course, there were those um, types of animals and those types of sacrifices that were permitted and the mitzvah was to bring in the mizbeach. But sometimes, um, by mistake perhaps, um, the wrong animal was brought up as a korban, as a sacrifice. The wrong, the wrong type of animal or there was another disqualifying factor in the animal brought up. The halacha remains, once it was brought up to the mizbeach, it becomes holy. Even though it itself was not the prescribed korban, it wasn't the, the proper korban, but nevertheless, once it's there, the Mizbeach's Kedusha affected it. The Mizbeach's holiness affected it. It became holy and is therefore consumed on the Mizbeach together with all the other Karbanis. So here we have that idea that the Kedusha of the Mizbeach, the holiness of the Mizbeach, is in a state of expansion and extension even beyond its own borders and, and ramifications. Another example is the idea that the, Miz, the Mizbeach, um, the, the Avodah, the service in the Mizbeach was only in the daytime hours. That was the halacha. All of the karbanas are brought only in the daytime hours. So really, halachically, the, the operations of the Mizbeach is only during the day. And yet, the avoda, the service, extended before daybreak. And there was a special mitzvah of Trumas Hadeshan, where they would take the ashes from the earlier day um, and, and take care of them in the way that the Torah prescribes. And that happened before daybreak. And similarly, at the end of the day, although there were no karbanos brought after nightfall, but nevertheless, throughout the night, the fire of the Mizbeach burnt, consuming all of the leftover parts, animal parts, and, kar- and parts of karbanos that were brought throughout the day. So that the Mizbeach, although its official uh, mitzvah service is only during the day, yet the service extends before the day and beyond the day, just as Shabbos does. And all of this is that message. That holiness, that Kedusha, whether it's the Kedusha of the Mizbeach, the Kedusha of the Besamikdash, or the Kedusha of Shabbos, is meant to be and has that quality and ability to extend and bring Kedusha beforehand, bring Kedusha afterward, because after all, isn't that our mission in seeing to it that the Kedusha, the holiness of Hashem, is never contained in the area where it begins, but continues to spread before and after until that time of the coming of Mashiach when the entire the entire uh, period of time will be like a time of Shabbos, a time of holiness, may be speedily in our time. Have a wonderful Shabbos.